We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. It's March 1st. Hundreds of Australians seeking to return home with their pets after living overseas have had their plans thrown in disarray by needlessly cruel rule changes that are making it all but impossible to bring their dogs and cats back into the country. The changes, which were announced in early January, take effect on Wednesday and they mean the validity of a test showing that an animal has been vaccinated against rabies has shrunk from 24 months to 12 months and that dogs and cats have to be identified by official government vets who do not see members of the public. If these requirements cannot be fulfilled, animals need to spend 30 rather than 10 days in quarantine on arrival. But with quarantine spaces booked out for months, this means many pet owners are now unable to travel. For 54-year-old environmental scientist Michelle Johnston and her service dog, a two-year-old groodle named Harriet, the new rules have thrown plans to move back to Australia from Philadelphia into chaos. Ms Johnson understands the need to protect the country's flora and fauna, but there have been zero cases of rabies entering the country in imported dogs or cats under the existing previous regulations. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Premier Dominic Perrottet has ruled out more privatisation but conceded the state may have to incur more debt to pay for the coalition's ambitious infrastructure agenda. We're not privatising assets, Mr Perrottet said in his strongest terms yet when asked about the government's plans to sell off public assets. I said we are not privatising assets, I can't be clearer. He has previously said the coalition had no plans for further privatisation but did not go as far as ruling it out on how he will fund infrastructure projects after vowing not to impose new taxes on households or small businesses. Mr Perrottet said New South Wales' debt position was sustainable and manageable, but conceded he may have to borrow more before New South Wales can return to surplus. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. At Risk Youth will be at the centre of a $36 million law and order cash splash aimed at steering young people away from violent crime. Pilot violence reduction units will be set up in Penrith and Wagga Wagga over the next two years following positive reports from the UK where they've been used in a bid to tackle spiralling youth crime rates. The units will gather professionals from health, housing, education, youth services and mental health under one roof where they can work directly with at-risk children. Deputy Premier and Police Minister Paul Toole said it was time to trial them here. This package is about driving real change and supporting the next generation to reach their potential. It builds on what we know is working locally as well as trying new approaches like the VIUs that have been so successful elsewhere.
And Canterbury has been dealt a hammer blow on the eve of the 2023 NRL kickoff after star forward Luke Thompson was ruled out with a likely season-ending injury. Thompson's injury comes amid revelations more than $10 million worth of playing talent has been sidelined from this weekend's opening round. The English forward was helped off the training track by Willie Mason and physio James Wall after he suffered an ankle injury at Belmore Sports Ground on Tuesday with General manager of football Phil Gould revealing the prognosis was not positive. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.